Welcome back to the 1450 The Sports Buzz, 1450thesportsbuzz.com here on another dreary Monday. Seems like every time we come over here on a Monday, there is, uh, there's rain in the forecast. So um, it's been a few days since I've seen my, uh, my engineer, DJ Yates, is in the booth today. It's good to see you, buddy. We didn't, we didn't get a chance to see you last week out there at the Saints Pizza and Pub fiasco. You guys were out there living it up. I was, I, I was you, in here slaving away. I know you always. Are. You got the uh, got the Friday got a Friday off in there, didn't I you? Did, I, I did, believe I so. did take Friday off to uh, watch <laughs> we, a little basketball, enjoy a few beverages. Yeah, we, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a lot about basketball today, buddy. We've got a we've got a big big show to talk about here. We um, we wanted to let you guys know that if you if you haven't been to Saints, Saints is the place to be. It's it's uh, you can catch them at eight nine one eight 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 three, or you can uh, check them out on Fa- uh, Saints Pizza and Pub on Facebook. They were. Very gracious host to us this weekend. We had the afternoon drive out there. We also had the uh, the show was out there with the afternoon drive, and we had um, a lot of a lot of people came and gone. It's it was a it was a beautiful those those four days are probably the four best days of my life as a sporting fan. Would you not agree with me on that one, DJ? I mean, it, it especially growing up in this area and as big as basketball is, it doesn't really get much better than it's certainly four it's, straight days. It certainly does not. The uh, and of course. Uh, DJ Yates is a Cardinal fan, and I, by default, sort of follow what they're doing because we do live in Louisville. So uh, I got to tell you, I, I, we'll, we'll get to more of this bracket talk here in a minute, but I got to tell you, Louisville looks unbeatable. They look nearly unbeatable to me. I mean, they've, they, I think they turned the ball over a little bit too much early against North Carolina A&T, and Colorado State was hitting some shots early. Kept them in the game, but right. overall, they've they've looked pretty pretty good. the The naysayers, the naysayers, uh, are saying that they haven't played anybody yet. But one would argue that Colorado State was playing probably their best basketball of the season leading into this point. So, I think you have to be encouraged by the fact that Colorado State is one of the top rebounding teams in the country, and exactly, and Louisville out rebounded them. Right, and and Louisville's not notorious for being a big board team. Big, big rebounding team. They're they're more known for their guard play and their feisty, pesky defense, which is the best in the country. It's the best in the country. I, I you know, I, I it's going to be tough if if they meet my Syracuse Orange in the final game, which would be a would be like Cinderella. It would be like Cinderella finding her prince for me, David Yates. I promise you, I would I would I would have to go somewhere and watch. I'd have to watch it from the comforts of my own home. So that's <laughs> you know, there's no going out in public on that day, not in Louisville anyway. Yeah, I'm the same way when it comes to big games. I, 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 I like to be by myself. You're a little bit of a different person when you're sitting on that couch, aren't you? Yeah. It's on the edge of yeah. your seat. So, so did you? Uh, did you take in this this weekend's madness? Did you take it in uh, on the couch with uh, Mrs. Yates? And no, I actually got together with some friends. Um, one of my good friends has people over every year. For oh, there the first, you go. First few games of the tournament, or first few days of the tournament. There you go. Uh, so I went over there Friday and Saturday, and pretty much. Pretty much all day, straight through. I tell you, there was a lot of that going on when I was leaving my neighborhood the other day. There was, you know, cars parked, you know, ten deep on both sides of the street from 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 everywhere. It's a it's a good time. It's been a good it's been a good year overall. The last year has been a good year for anybody in this area. The Louisville sporting, you know, I mean, what what how how much better can you really do? Division one football, Sugar Bowl champion, and now. Louisville's the prohibitive. They are the favorite to to win it all. They're three. They're three to one to win it all. Win the national championship, and there's a possibility that they could do it against Indiana, which would make the area happy, or 
Syracuse Orange, which would make someone very happy. <laughs> so, uh, but we're, we're going to break down we're going to break down that here in just a minute. Let me let me just run down what we're going to talk about today. We got lots of college basketball to talk about naturally. Um, this this college basketball talk is brought to you by Nick Stein Law. Nick Stein Law is over here in uh, Indiana, New Albany. It's nine four eight six thousand. If you have a personal injury or accident, or you know, say you're walking across the street and someone you know they knock you out, knock you down, <laughs> break your legs up and stuff, call Nick Stein or get a hold of him at nicksteinlaw.com nine four eight six thousand, and him and Amy Wheatley will take care of that for you in a timely manner. So uh, we've got we're gonna we're gonna preview our Sweet Sixteen matchups here in a little bit. We uh, we've got some salutes to talk about. We want to talk about the breakdown of the games that already happened. Uh, I think we can agree that Sunday was probably a little bit more entertaining than Saturday, but we'll get to that here in just a minute. Uh, we've got some thoughts, as we normally do. Uh, as as you may have noticed, um, if if you look here, I'm I'm in here by myself today, so I want to I want to bid farewell to my uh, my former co-host. He um, his work obligations have got him to where he can't continue to do both things. So uh, he told me the other day that he's going to pursue his work adventure. And uh, I want to wish him nothing but the best. Uh, that's D Huff from D Huff and the Nasty Show. So uh, hopefully he all goes well with that uh, uh, in his decision to move on with that. And uh, and uh, we will we will move on over here, D DJ Yates. We will we will push on through, as they say. The show must go on. So uh, my co-host slash engineer here, David Yates, today is going to walk us walk us through all this. So. We've got some Major League Baseball talk, a little bit of that. We've got uh, Fantasy First Baseman. We're going to talk. i got a friend of mine that's going to call in. He's a baseball fantasy specialist. He's going to call, call in and talk Fantasy First Basemans with us. Uh, and then we're going to talk. We're going to break down the NL Central later on today for you. We, uh, we've, got, we've got thoughts. Uh, we've got a little NASCAR talk. I don't know whether you noticed or not. You don't usually notice NASCAR until you see the fighting and the the, the antics, but uh, NASCAR is getting a little feisty, which we'll will break down in a, probably hour or two of the day. Cardinal baseball has uh, had a, had their worst series of the of the season, which we'll break that down as well. We've got Tiger Woods that's probably already in the clubhouse as a winner. When I was on the way in, he was three strokes up with uh, seven to play, so I'm pretty sure he probably closed that deal out. I'll find out that for sure after the break. And then we have the Kentucky Derby. Uh, and in case you didn't know it, the Kentucky Derby is actually here in Louisville, <laughs> and it's not far away. And the Kentucky Derby is only about a month away at this point. The it's a little over a month, and we're going to be we're going to be having our uh, the roses, as they say, the roses in May will be given out. So we've got some uh, we've got some races that are leading up to that. We're going to talk about those, and then we have some the pulls and the predictions, and we're gonna we're gonna get to all of that uh, at the top of uh, the next hour or next break. Or we got a lot to get to today, and as usual, um, there's not a lot of time to get to it. So. I want to mention a few things today. We have this. Um, you heard anything about this golf package that we got, David? No, tell me about okay, it. Okay. Well, here's here's the deal, and and I'm going to speak clearly because it's probably hard to believe, but it's 125 dollars this golf card. And what happens with this golf card is with cart you get six courses. Here's the courses: Heritage Hill, amazing golf course; Glen Mary, also; Woodhaven; Jeff Elks; Glen Oaks Polo Fields. Six courses with cart for 125 bucks. Do you believe me? I'm pretty sure you're lying to me. <laughs> well, it would seem as I am, but here's the deal. You also get $10 off any $50 purchase at Play It Again Sports, which is out at 4038 uh, Outer Loop out in Louisville. And uh, that's not a one-time purchase. You want to go out there and spend 500 bucks? you do the numbers for me. I think that's 50 bucks. Am I right about that? 
Uh, sure. <laughs> no, that, it's sounds, more, that sounds good. It's, <laughs> it's something like that. You get a lot of money back, and there's no there's no limit on this. So what you do with this is you go to 1450thesportsbuzz.com and uh, click on the link there. It says purchase golf card, or right below it's got a picture of all six of the golf courses. You click on that, and you've got your way to that. But I should tell you that uh, they're, they're running out. We're, we're, we're running through them quickly, so get yours while you can, uh, 1450thesportsbuzz.com. So if you want to talk in uh, – Talk with us. You want to call in here? We have a we have a buzz line that the folks at Oxmoor Lincoln Ford have been courteous enough to, and gracious enough to give us. It's three eight four fourteen fifty. That's the buzz line that you can get in here and talk to us and hear both of these splendid little voices. Either one. So, um, uh, want to r- real quick? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. And yes, sir. Not not break news because I wouldn't know it if it wasn't broken by someone else. But ESPN is reporting that Tubby Smith has been fired from Minnesota. Fired from Minnesota. Wow, was it because of the last game? I I guess they don't feel like he's performed uh, Tubby Smith, the way he should. Tubby Smith of UK fame went to Minnesota. The, the is it the Gophers or is it the what's the, the it's the, a mascot? The Golden Gophers. Golden Gophers. That's what I thought. I knew there was a, a double there. So and uh, Saul, I wonder what Saul's going to do now because Saul was one of his assistants. <laughs> I actually met Saul at a party of Derby for Derby last year. Actually, so we'll see. That's interesting. Uh, hot off the press, Tubby Smith has been fired. By the Minnesota Golden Gophers, so excellent, excellent uh, analysis there. Um, and Tiger Woods, I did, if if you could if you could find that for me, DJ, at your discretion, see if we if I, if Tiger has officially win it. It got rained out yesterday, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. So um, I almost don't want to start these brackets just yet, but we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about this. Um, I want to, I want to tell you that in case you hadn't heard, David, the that Cinderella is alive and well. And she comes to you in the form of Florida Gulf Coast. <laughs> uh, did you, have you seen the motivational speech by the guy in the in the in the in the locker room? I don't believe I have. He's he's like, we're supposed to be here. It's our place. They don't respect us. And he's been motivating him in every speech. I, I forget the cat, the cat's name. I didn't didn't write it down. I had, I had to scramble a lot uh, last minute notice to try and get this out. It's been such a crazy weekend, and I've been working and and with the college basketball and, I mean. It's, I can't. I, I've been on the edge of my seat all day yesterday watching these college games. Saturday, not so much because Saturday was kind of the day of blowouts, for the most part. There wasn't really any nail biters or last minute heroics in any of those games. But Mar- March Madness is officially underway, and if you don't believe so, ask the coaching staff and the players at Florida Gulf Coast because they have to. They now play Florida, and I'm telling you what, these guys are these guys are high as a kite on this and. I don't. I am not. I, I am not on the Florida bandwagon, like a lot of people are. A lot of people are saying Florida is going to beat Final Four and potentially win it all, but I'm not on that Florida bandwagon. What's your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. With uh, you know, Florida Gulf Coast has shocked some people with their athleticism. They're quick. I mean, They're quick to the ball. The only team that's quicker is Louisville, but Dunk City, as they refer to themselves as. <laughs> I mean, they throw. Have you down, seen some of those? The, they've thrown down some pretty vicious dunks. And the passing that led up to the alley ooping dunks is uh, pretty impressive as well. Yeah, they're 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 interesting. And one of the other things I wanted to note: Did you see um, Miami's coach with his post game, Muhammad Ali? I, I caught uh, a gif <laughs> of him dancing in the locker room. Yeah, he, he said, he said I told you in the beginning of this tournament, I told you you're going to have to fight. I told you you're going to have to fight. He goes, you know what I saw out there? And he's like, Muhammad Ali. And he does this. I wish there was a video camera on him. He does this, like, old man shuffle. It was classic. But I just, I love, I, I embrace the, the energy of these kids. I mean, these are mostly between 18, 18 and 21. Most of these kids are in that age bracket. 
These are young kids. They're, and, and they're out there. And this has got nothing to do with money. This has got nothing to do. This is school passion, pride, and just good fundamental basketball. And it's just, it's such a, it's, it's the most exciting tournament. It's the most exciting end to any season of all of those formats, all the sports. Speaking of Florida Gulf Coast, are you, are you familiar with the background on their head coach? I heard a story about that, but I'm not an authority like I'm getting ready to hear about. Well, for, for starters, he has his 15-seated basketball team, which has only been around for since like 2006. He has them in the Sweet 16, first time ever a 15-seed's made it. That's awesome. Now, as if that weren't enough, he is married to a supermodel. Wow. Former, former Maxim cover model. Wow. Also a Victoria's Secret model. Wow. And prior to getting into coaching, he started a company that at one point was valued at $100 million. Wow. So he's got some coin on top of all that. Yes. Wow. Maybe, do you think that has anything to do with the supermodel and Maxim cover uh, that we were just talking about? It's possible. <laughs> I mean, guy, I mean, well, I think even myself could, if I had a million dollars in my bankroll, I think I probably could get some sort of action, if you know what I'm saying. It's not very. It's not very easy when you when you look like this, uh, DJ. It's tough to it's tough to pull any game if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> but speaking of game, we got this is a huge college basketball section, and I want to bring in a specialist uh, after the break. We're going to chat with our the, one of the weekend sports guys, uh, Tyler Bloyd, is going to call in. Or we're going to get a hold of him during the break, and uh, we're going to talk about all the, of what's happened up to this point, and then we're going to talk about what's going to happen after this point in the Sweet 16. Right here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and uh, 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Mumford on is all I'm saying. I was, I was just thinking the same thing. I, I'm, and I'm glad you do. It's like it's like we're connected. As we're going to the break, I thought but it's a little gloomy and rainy outside, and I hope DJ Yates can feel my mojo. And sure enough, here comes some Mumford. So we're gonna have to get some more of that in the mix. That's one of my favorite songs by them. I will say that. I, I think I can make that work. I think we should get that. We should work on that. So. Uh, again, we're here at the 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. We were before the break. We were talking college basketball. Uh, we didn't really get too far into it because I wanted to wait till I had a chance to talk with a college basketball specialist, a golf connoisseur, and just a downright sexy individual. Is uh, is that you there, Tyler? I'm here. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy. How's it going, man? Uh, uh, got, this is Tyler Bloyd of Weekend Sports Buzz fame, if you want. It's uh uh, great show this weekend, guys. I was listening. It was help, helping me ease my mind before the big games all weekend. So, uh, I, you know, 
appreciate that. We had some good guests this weekend. Mo Egger from the Cincinnati talking a little Reds, you know, splitting it up on everybody. And then obviously talk to Matt Jones a little bit about March Madness ourselves. Uh, appreciate the intro. Very yeah. kind words. Oh, well, I tell you, here's the thing. I had the opportunity the other day. I was, I was sitting around my house, and, and the, well, the weather was real nice, or nice enough anyway, and I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, what, who, can I, who can I play golf with that would be available today that I haven't played with in a while? And, and I looked down at the chat room, I saw you were there, and I said, hey, there's, there's Tyler. Let me see what he's, he's up to. And we went out and, and played, played a little round of golf, and uh, Matt, I was just talking to Matt McCarthy, your, your, your associate there earlier, and talking to him about his brother doing a little, a little uh, swimming, if you would. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, John, uh, a buddy we played with as well. John, you know, he has his good days and his bad days, as we all do. So no big deal. It was a fun day. I'm glad that you came out. Uh, Indian Springs, it was, you know, it wasn't. It was a warm day. Yeah, it wasn't plushed. It hadn't plushed up quite just yet, but I was actually more referring to the actual swimming that he did when he was trying to get past, go across that creek. Oh, you know. <laughs> my goodness. I totally forgot about that. That was the funniest thing for oh my God. Nobody's like, what the hell? What are they talking about? Well, our buddy... He's got the Jump 18's Creek at Indian Springs. And if you played Indian Springs before, it's a big creek, and this was after a big rain, and it was flooded. It was full. Oh, it was up. I went over. <laughs> knees deep. I know. I said. I said to him. I said. Well, he looked. He looked over at me like to to size it up whether I should let him go or not. I was like, I, I don't know, buddy. It's when was the last time you jumped that far? And, and about that time, he was halfway through and he got stuck in that mud. And he came up and his, he had his nice shiny black khakis on, and they were <laughs> they uh, they weren't shiny and black anymore. So. No, so no we'll definitely have to get back out there and uh, show you how to hit the long ball. Yeah, I'm telling. I tell you what, that was that was fun. We'll have, definitely do that again. Uh, I need some work on my short game, as as indicated by my game that day. So, uh, but we're talking this. Yeah. We're talking this college basketball. You, uh, I wanted to see. I know that you're qu- quite the authority. I had a little concern the other day because you're in one of the brackets. You, you, we are mutually in one of the brackets, and you started out the started the tournament the first round. I uh, had to lead early, but uh, I, I think I've made some some ground up on you. Yeah, no, I checked that out, and I'm pretty sure we got a we got a very tight battle going on in the bracket challenge, and I guess it's going to be exciting coming to the end. I do know my Arizona Final Four pick is still alive, and I think that's what's going to end up pulling it out for me. Yeah, Arizona's still alive, we'll, and we'll, and, and hold that thought because we're gonna we're gonna break down the Sweet 16. I just wanted to, uh, while I had you on the line, talk about some of these some of this weekend's activity. Um, you probably already talked about this, so so I appreciate you bearing with me and and sitting in uh, as as you may have heard, uh, my my associate uh, D Huff had his uh, business adventure had sort of taken off, and he had to had to go uh, attack that. I didn't know whether you had maybe heard, had heard word of that or not, but. Uh, so no, I, I did not. And I'm glad that you know everything's going good for you know Huff and I'm sure he'll be right back in studio tomorrow the next day. Yeah, he's no, he's actually he's actually not going to be he's not going to be back uh, that, that soon. But uh, we'll we'll stay tuned and see what the what the results are of that. Oh. But uh, anyway, but I wanted to thank you for helping me out here because I'm riding solo today. I, I can't say that I'm riding solo though because as you know, uh, DJ Yates is in the booth and he's uh, he's gonna he's gonna go along with this ride for us here on this college basketball talk. So. I just we were just talking about Florida Gulf Coast and what kind of a Cinderella story that was and how that's still alive. Did you get a chance to watch a lot of games this weekend? I know you got the show to do and you have a job and all that stuff. So, no, no, my, the weekends are dedicated to the you know the radio, the website, and the, right. basically any sports I can tune into. I was disappointed I didn't get to watch the golf yesterday. It's going on now, so that's what I'm watching. Hey, yes, still I up by two. Give me an update on that. Give me an update on that. Last I checked, Tiger's currently up three. Currently oh, he's up Tiger's three now. Okay, because we were just talking about that. He went up two, so that's uh, he's. So and they said he's going to be the number one overall, and also the prohibitive. He's going to be the favorite probably for the Masters here in a couple of weeks. 
as he always is. As he always is. So you, uh, that's one wager I've never made. I've never wagered on golf. <laughs> yeah, that's Seems... a, golf is a tough wager. I will say that. But no, I did watch. I get. To, I did get to catch plenty of games over the weekend. It was fun. The Florida Gulf Coast. If you want to watch fun college basketball, you have to watch Florida Gulf Coast. That that's like a flying circus. Air raid. It's an air raid of college basketball. I'm telling you, they're they're throwing the ball, the rock all over the place, and it's 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 finding its way through. You know, and they're playing with a lot of passion. They're playing with a lot of passion. Yeah, that's what I, we were just talking you know, about. Coach, young coach, I think this is I think this is their second year of existence. Actually, got to catch the uh, one of the assistants on the uh, one of the other radio shows earlier this morning, and he was talking about the school and how they recruited people, saying, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna here in a couple of years, we're gonna win the you know the A10. Then we're gonna go on, we're gonna make the tournament. They don't take us. They were thinking four or five years." Look what they're doing in their second year. They have walk-ons that are some of the best players in the country right now. It's unbelievable. So let me put you on the spot here a second. They beat Florida this week. No, they do not. I, I don't. I agree. I don't think so. DJ Yates, what's your thoughts on that? Florida, Florida Gulf Coast versus Florida. You think that Cinderella story stays alive? Uh, unfortunately, uh, probably not. I think yeah. Florida probably just has too much talent. I don't think Florida goes much past that, but we'll we'll talk more about that here in just a minute. So, um, and the cards um, are, are are they? Do they deserve to be the three to one favorite, Tyler Bloyd? Oh, that's no question about it. The cards. I mean, they are the one of three, four teams over the first. Uh, weekend, first four days of the tournament, that was the most impressive, uh, along with uh, Florida being one of them. I was going to include the Hoosiers until they had a dud yesterday that they should not have even pulled out. They should um, have. I would go ahead. Yeah, not at all. I'll go ahead and put a line out there on uh, Kansas looking in the second half. Uh, I don't know. Bulls definitely the odds-on favorite, in my opinion. I think Louisville's actually, in terms of uh, separation from the rest of the field, so to speak, I think this is this year in particular, I think that Louisville might hold the title of the first team in several years to have that much separation on the rest of the field in terms of on paper what what the you know what the results are you know what i mean uh yeah and no i would uh, it's i mean you, i guess uk I, I guess uk last year was sort of like that yeah there's you know north carolina of 2008 or 2005 that team was unreal across the field i know Louisville's in the final four that year but they weren't even close to that talented team uh, yeah uh, kentucky last year but no i would agree Louisville's Louisville um, is superior. I think Indiana and Louisville are the two best teams in the whole country, uh, the two best left in the tournament. Uh, I don't think Indiana's going to make it there. I do believe in my pick on my bracket. You don't think? Okay, I have, okay, I have Kansas. You have Kansas. So if you don't think Indiana's going, if you don't think Indiana's going to make it, that means that you're getting ready to you're getting ready to make me lick my chops, aren't you? Because they're going to get beat by Syracuse, aren't they, Tyler? Say it on the air, buddy. No, I, ah. I didn't have Syracuse. Um, oh, you! I tell you what, we, we, we may not be able to play golf again. I'll tell you, you don't. <laughs> you're not impressed by Syracuse. No, I, I, I absolutely despise Jim Beheim. Uh, I despise yeah. all things orange, and that includes Tennessee, and that includes your orange. But orange is a nice color. Again, no, <laughs> again I'm talking with Tyler Bloyd from the Weekend Sports Buzz here, uh, and we. Uh, so we're, we're moving on. We're still talking. We're talking about what happened already, and then we're going to get on to what, uh, um, what's going to go down. So. VCU, yeah. as I predicted the other day, VCU looked great in the opening game, and then they, the Wolverines are playing some serious ball right now. Yeah, that's one of the other teams that you could conclude in the first uh, weekend that was just unbelievable. They look like a pro team, Trey Burke. You know, their Mitch McGarry down low looked like a force that you couldn't stop. Exactly, uh, that well team played. Very, very scary uh, right there with that Michigan team. I, uh, I was talking to Kelly on Sunday show. He was he was one that, that was excited to watch that game. I, I, I thought it was going to be an entertaining game, but look, you know, BCU just got blown out. Look at Shock and Smart possibly looking for a new job. UCLA could be ringing. 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I heard. Did you did you hear just a minute ago? We uh, news flash that uh, Tubby just got fired at Minnesota. That is the most ridiculous firing. I don't. Do. I, they are not going to be able to replace anybody that is better than him. I, 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 it was actually very shocking. I didn't even. It kind of came out of left field for me. But uh, it's been such a busy weekend. I wasn't following any of that kind of stuff. But um, so yeah, who, who are they going to get? Is the question. Who are they gonna, who's going to replace yeah. him? That'll be interesting. They might as well hire one of us. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I, I think it's sometimes that you and I could probably, you and I could probably coach some of these teams better than than there are than they, what they got going for them now. But yeah, that's yeah, it, it, it's so. unbelievable. So unbelievable. I would never. That was terrible firing by uh, Minnesota just because they good a very good Florida team. Put him out of the gym. It wasn't even close. So they exactly. need to go fire your head coach, who has basically been there through everything for you, returned nothing into a little bit of something. Right. Okay. So how about this? Wichita State beats beats uh, number one seed uh, Gonzaga. Big shock for you, or not a big surprise? Easiest, easiest Sweet Sixteen pick on my bracket. How about that? Wow. Yeah, I didn't care for. I was not big on Gonzaga this year either. Um, yeah, I was in Wichita State right there, and what a surprise it happened. And I should have put all the money I had in the world on Arizona against Harvard after they busted their nut in the first game for, and, and then came into the, and Arizona, just dismantled them, exposed them. I have Arizona as a that is I have my final four is Louisville versus Arizona with Louisville advancing to take on Kansas. Louisville and Kansas in the final four. Yeah. Wow, still alive, though. Do you have Gonzaga going to the eight? Or I mean, no, that's not Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I'm sorry, pardon me. Georgetown. Did you have Georgetown in that Kansas bracket going to the eight? I had Georgetown going to the eight. Yes, I did. Okay. That was my bad. That was that, and NC State really killed me. Other than that, my bracket's not that bad. My bracket's actually in pretty good shape. That that was my huge mistake. Was the, was of course the Florida Gulf Coast handling. Never put money. Why? Why the heck would I? I uh, lost a. Lost. We lost. Uh, we lost our, our uh, caller there. We're going to keep on going. We we're talking about Arizona beating Harvard. Uh, it's. It's. It, they. They beat them seventy four to fifty one, which was a pretty much a, a manhandling. And uh, Arizona, as Tyler Boyd was saying, he he's got to Arizona uh, going to this championship game against Kansas, which is I don't. We'll have to wait and see what happens with Kansas as a result of that. Uh, we're going to see what what goes down there. Uh, we have uh, Oregon then step, steps up. Oregon is ranked preseason or the start of the tournament. They were ranked twelfth, um, and they uh, they're ranked twelfth. They they were disrespected by the committee, and they're playing with a vengeance. They're playing with vindication. They're playing with lights out, and they blew out St. Louis. And everybody's talking St. Louis like they might actually go further further with this. But I believe I believe that uh, that that. Oregon kind of showed them where really what what's that. Now Oregon comes to play Syracuse, which or pardon me Louisville, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, and uh, and then uh, Marquette Marquette pulls another. They, they the first round of the the tournament Marquette pulled off a, a slim margin, got through the first game, and then they just squeaked past in the second. They they beat Davison barely, and then they uh, they went and played Butler, and they got they beat him them at the last minute. So. Uh, we're actually gonna we, we we dropped our caller. We're gonna try to see if we can't get him back on the line. We're gonna we're gonna take another short break here. When we come back, we're gonna talk about uh, Sweet Sixteen. It's it's very sweet. And uh, right here on the fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz and fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz dot com.
DJ Yates. Well played. Little, little modest, little modest mouse dashboard. Used to play that song when I was cleaning up the bar at the uh, places I worked over here in Indiana. Good, good music. Then we'd follow it up with a little Guns and Roses, just to just to mix it up a little bit. So, um, wanted to welcome back uh, Tyler Boyd. Are you on the online with us, buddy? I am here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, buddy. I got you. We had a little. We had a little phone outage there, but uh, no big deal. We always break through and conquer here at this fine establishment, 1450 The Sports Buzz. Talking with Tyler Bloyd from the Weekend Sports Buzz. He's on with us. They're normally on uh, Saturdays and Sundays, I believe it's 9 to 11, and then 10 to 12 is how you guys do it, right? That is correct. Uh, Saturdays, myself and Martin Blankenbaker, and then mm-hmm. Sundays, myself and Kelly Patrick. We get you through your weekend. The number one weekend sports show. Oh, absolutely, hands down, and and that's not even that's, that's not just your opinion. You know, my question to you is, how do you get any work done with those two good-looking folks that you're uh, doing the, doing a show with? Both days, it's a different flavor each day. It's like Lamborghini. That's the only reason I show up. Anymore. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like Lamborghini and Ferrari that you're working with there. You know, so it is. It is. I uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna adapt that. Uh, uh, Kelsey's been doing a he's been doing a little uh, uh, hand a bandana type of deal look lately. I've noticed he's yeah, adapted. yeah, Kelly. You know, Kelly, Kelly likes to take it easy on the weekends. He's a he's a sharp character at work during the weekdays, so he, he lays it back on the weekends. He lays it back. Well, it's well played. Is all, is all I'm saying. It's well played. So anyway, we, we were we talked a little bit about what is, what's got us to this point, and what that point is is the delicious sweet sixteen, my friend. You getting excited, buddy? Um, yeah, I guess so. Ah, that's right. You're a, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, for those that don't know, uh, Tyler Boyd is a uh, Cats fan, so. Um, yep. It, I, you've 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 taken your humble pie though. I've noticed. I've been listening. I, I I don't when I get up and when I get up and around on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Usually, what I do is pop on fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz and, and listen to the weekend sports guys because you guys you guys will cover what I may have missed or what I didn't hear about because you guys are on you guys are in the cut as as every program is on this station. So, um, oh, yeah. anyway, let's 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 dive right into this. You got you got a you got your bracket handy or accessible. I do. I have my. I did this bracket. I did one paper bracket, and I did it as the seeds, as the teams were being, you know, during the selection show, as just an instantaneous pick because I knew Kentucky wasn't in it, and I said, "Why not?" I got you. I got you. Well, and that's sometimes they say, you know, your first instinct is always the best one. So, um, so in in that case, uh, so let's we're going to start this. We're going to do it. We're going to start and kind of go counterclockwise. So we'll start with the Midwest, go to the West, go to the South, and then to the East. If that's okay with you. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm going to get your input. I'm also going to get DJ Yates's input. So we'll start with this uh, Midwest. First of all, Louisville up to this point has not been tested. I think we can safely agree on that. Um, Friday night at 7:15, the Oregon Ducks. I just go by the Ducks now, don't they? Um, I think so. I think it's just the Ducks now. I'm pretty sure they used to go by the Mighty Ducks or the, uh, something like that. But I think it's just the Ducks. So this is a 7:50, 7:15 tip off on Friday night in Indianapolis. Do, they, do the Ducks have any chance of beating the Cardinals? Um, yeah, they definitely have a chance to beat the Cardinals. They're a talented group of kids. Uh, they got their returning starter back midseason, towards the, actually towards the end of conference play, and that really turned them around. They have a guy named Tony Woods who we're familiar well uh, with in this area. Yes. At school and Kentucky both recruited him. The guy who left Lake Forest, he's a talented guy down low. Do he I think a, they he win? He has a presence no. for sure. It's going to be interesting to see how he – he's going to be matched up against uh, Gorgie, right? Yeah, he should be, yeah. but uh, they, I just don't think they will win. It's, a, it's been a good run for Dana Altman's uh, Ducks, but I think it ends in Indianapolis against Louisville. Yeah, and, and I think I think whenever Louisville gets in trouble, they've got that sort of ace in their pocket, if you would, or safety net to go to the press, the full-on press, what I like to call the hack-a-slap press. But uh, uh, they, they've got that in their back pocket at any time. 
It seems like whenever, right. whenever Patino gets down about six, seven points, uh, anywhere in that margin, he'll either take a tee or take a timeout and then put the press on or just put the press on. And it just puts the people, it just frazzles them too much. Does it work? Yeah, you know, the, his press is just ridiculous. It reminds me, it's not as good as 96, but it's just, it's right up there. You know, he's letting guys fall back to set up traps, you know, you know the defense, it's different schemes. It's not just one set press, and, you know, no. Patino knows what he's doing. Oh, he certainly does. He certainly does. That was, Jurich, was a, that was a huge score for him. What was that? How, how long ago did Patino come here? It was Twelve years ago, 12 years. if I'm assuming. And uh, they, I, I left DJ Yates out of this particular choice because I already know who his choice is. Uh, DJ Yates, any chance that Oregon beats UofL? I mean, I think there's a chance, uh, but I think Oregon has some ball they, handling issues. That's turn the ball over a lot. That's what my question was to both of you: is d- does Oregon can can Oregon handle the ball and said press that we were just talking about? No, they turn the ball over second most left in the tournament. Uh, Louisville turns it over second most in the tournament. It's going to either go one way where there's a lot of turnovers, or Oregon just finally figures it out for one game and it's good, and that's what makes it uh, makes this a close game. But uh, I, I don't think that they can handle press. I just don't. Or Siva and Smith both get in foul trouble, which we have not seen yet. Yeah, but Kevin Ware is playing he very, is play, yeah, good, very good. Good point. Good point. That's uh, Tyler Boyd from the Weekend Sports Buzz. That's why he's on right here now because he's, it's the forgotten stuff. So very good point. So we've all got we've all got the cards moving on in the Midwest for yeah. the first spot in the Elite Eight, and then right below that we have this is a very this is a very intriguing. We got Big Ten and uh, ACC. We have Michigan State going against Duke. So, uh, DJ, DJ Yates, what's your thoughts on this game? I mean, my initial thought is Duke. However, they've, I feel like they've struggled a little bit since Ryan Kelly's come back. I, I, uh, it seems they, to, be, they were, to be noted. Previously, they were undefeated with, with Ryan Kelly. You think Izzo knows how to get a team to the Final Four? Well, I think, I think he does, and I think, I think Krzyzewski does, too. <laughs> Co- I mean, it's, Co- it's, Coach K might have an idea. So It's going to be pretty great. Mr. Bloyd, what's, uh, what's your thoughts on this game? Um, in my bracket, obviously, I have U of L, and I have them facing Duke. So I'm going to have to go with Duke. I think that those losses are just the way this season has gone. If you look at Louisville, they lost three this season. Syracuse lost three in a row. Florida lost, I believe, three in a row. Yeah. Michigan State had multiple losses. Every team Michigan, in the yeah, Michigan has dumped, lost a yeah. lot of team, a lot of games at certain times. Uh, I think it's going to be Duke. Coach K. Well, I think that team is just a little bit more superior. They have a better post presence. In Mason Plumley, I know Adrian Payne's a beast, but huge, huge uh, factor. Seth Curry's a sharpshooter. I think Duke pulls it out. I and I agree with both of you. I, uh, you said Duke, David. Yeah, I you think Duke, Duke probably yeah. ends up pulling it out. Yeah. So I uh, I agree with both you guys. I think we're going to have a Duke Cardinal. It's going to be the, it's the Blue Devils versus the Cardinals in the Midwest. So that's two, uh, two uh, representing that uh, conference the division. Midwest, so, and then we have down in the down down in the bottom bracket. A lot of people are saying that Ohio State's got a free ride because they're going to play the winner of, uh, they're going to potentially play if they get past Arizona. They said they said it's a free ride to the to the Final Four. But um, we have Wichita State and LaSalle, both uh, the nine seed, and then the play-in game with the right to go to the the lead eight. Any thoughts uh, on this game? I will go. With I had Wichita State, so I'm right there. I had them facing Old Miss, though, so a little uh, bit of you know mishap there. But I, I Wichita State's a good team. This is a tough one if you if you really if you really think about it. Yeah, I I think that the fact that Wichita State beat Pittsburgh and Gonzaga seems to bode well. 
whether or not LaSalle has I mean LaSalle may have they've already may have gotten they may have blown it already, you know what I mean? Yeah, LaSalle, you know, they're coming in, they've won the play in game, they beat Boise even like you said, you know, they came into the first round K State, knocked them down, and now they have to take on a very good Wichita State team. I think I'm gonna stick with the Shockers who've been there before. You know, a team that has been in a Sweet 16, been in an environment. I'm going to go with Wichita State. Me too. DJ Yates? I'm going to make it three, Wichita That's State. That's three-way. So we're so far, we're, we're all on point. I don't like it. What? You know we're wrong now. We're all saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your fire. And then, I, like I said, I'm fairly chalky in this bottom part of the West. I have in Arizona, Ohio State. I I'm not real high on Arizona. I never really have been, and I think Ohio State's playing pretty well right now. And I think Ohio State has enough to get done, uh, get it done, and play Wichita State. Uh, Tyler, what do you think about that one? This is the one that really hurt me yesterday, uh, Nasty. I had. Iowa State actually beating Ohio State, which obviously was barely reversed with Aaron Kraft's three, two, three. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Rosie, Rosie cheeks really hurt me out, but I had Arizona advancing uh, against Ohio State. Okay, so Arizona. So there we. There's our first difference. And uh, DJ Yates, what side are you going to fall on this? Is it two out of three? This This is a tough one for me because, like, like you, I've not been sold on Arizona. I actually had them losing in the first round to Belmont. Oh wow. But they've proven me wrong so far. Um, I think they might be able to pull it out against Ohio State. Interesting. So we have two votes for Team Yates and and Team Bloyd for Arizona, and I'm sticking with the Buckeyes. So yep. uh, so that's our that's the left side of the bracket, if you would, Midwest and West. We've got the Cards playing Duke. We all agree on Wichita State advancing, and then these two boys are like Arizona, and I have Ohio State. So that's the left side of the bracket. Let's move on over to the South, which is a very intriguing bracket this year. Um, you have four teams remaining. You have Kansas playing Michigan State and then Florida versus Florida Gulf Coast. So we'll start with the top at the Kansas-Michigan game. And we'll let DJ Yates start this one out and see what uh, what he thinks is going to be the verdict of this game or the outcome. Michigan's playing really, really well right now. They certainly are. And I think I'm going to ride that wave, and I'm going to go with Michigan over Kansas. I agree with him 100%. I've got Michigan penciled in. I don't know if I've got that in that computer bracket that you and I are in, Tyler. But uh, we, well, I think this is where we, this is where we differ because if you heard when I tuned in, yeah. Kansas my champion, so I do have Kansas over Michigan. There you go. So, so Tyler Bloyd from the Weekend Sports Buzz has got Kansas. You have Kansas in the final game, if I'm not mistaken. I right? have Kansas taking home. Cutting down the net. Oh, oh no. The, the Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I was about to post the other day, Rock Chalk what, when they were down by whatever. Uh, they played North Carolina, right? It was North it, Carolina. North Carolina is the scariest, one of the scariest eight seeds you could face out there in a tournament. So, yeah, that was a good win for them. Scarier, scarier than Oregon at, at a 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I agree with you. Well, I popped the TV on the other day, and North Carolina was up by nine. Uh, with like a minute to go in the half, I was like, "Oh wow, Kansas yep. might go down here." So, um, but so uh, we have two votes for Michigan and one for Kansas in this equation. So we got that at the top of there, and then uh, we've already talked about this. Uh, David and I talked about this. Do you think there's any chance the Florida Gulf Coast keeps the Cinderella story alive against Florida the Gators? Three votes for Florida. Three I, votes for Florida. I, I think I might actually, oh, due to some outside influence, change my vote. I think Florida Gulf Coast is going to pull off the upset. Are they the Cinderella? They're the they're the story this year, aren't they, buddy? They are. Yes. All right. So we we we're, we're right. a little, there's a bumpy road here in the South. 
There is. I like it. So do I. I love it when people disagree with me. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Especially so. when me and you are in the competition for a free guitar. Yeah, that's right. The question is, one of us can play it and the other one can, I think. Or, I don't know. But do you, are, hey. you, are, you, are, you, are you a... Are you a musician, Tyler Boyd? I can play the, I can play the air guitar. <laughs> uh, so before I fi- before I go on, I want to I want to let you all know that uh, if you're looking for a place to get your beverage needs for this tournament that's coming up this weekend, you can stop at Beverage World. It's uh, forty forty one Taylorsville Road. It's six one eight four forty fifty one. Uh, they got a drive through there, buddy. So you know if your lady's telling you you got to get there and get some stuff quickly, that's the way to go. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Beverage World is at uh, Hikes Point and Taylorsville Road. There, give them a call and. Uh, and go and get your beverage and liquor needs. So we got one more division, one more conference here, and then I'll let you get back to your whatever you were doing today, buddy. I was having a great day off of work. I, that's, that's every day that's off of work is a great day, unless you're talking about work like we do over here. Because this, this is a whole different story. Because the fourteen fifty fourteen fifty the sports buzz is all in the cut, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so down to the bottom bracket here. This this bracket is particularly endearing to me. Uh, which I'm going to mix it up a little bit on both of you guys. We're going to drop down and go Marquette-Miami conversation first because the other game is much more important. This is a game of my bracket. I thought about it for about five minutes, and I put Miami down. So I'm going to go Shane Larkin and Jim Laranega Jim and Miami. So, so Tyler Boyd's got Miami advancing past Marquette. Marquette squeaked by two games. David Yates, do they do it again? I think in my original bracket I actually had Marquette winning this game. But the way they've played and the way they've barely gotten by teams that aren't as good as Miami, I don't think they can pull it out. I think Buzz take this one. Buzz Williams is a good motivator, though. You know he'll he'll get, he'll get on, he'll get around on that court like Shaka will and jump around and shave his head, do all that kind of stuff. So, but it's not enough to get the job done. Miami is playing lights out right now. Besides Michigan and a couple, Michigan as far as momentum right now has probably got the most of it. I would say, and then Miami's right there with them. So I too am going to go with Miami. The Hurricanes will will go on, and then they will play the 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 nine forty five on Thursday night game. I can tell you where I'll be. I'll be on my couch. I'll be on my couch, and hopefully I'll have the right kind of buzz going. And I will be at the edge of my seat watching IU and Syracuse lace them up and get it on. The question is, are either of you going to be supporting me? I know you. I know the answer to that for one of you, but will either of you be picking the team that I'm picking in this game to win, which is the Syracuse Orangemen? Considering I had IU and Syracuse both losing before they even advanced to this game, I don't want either to win, but I have to go with the Hoosiers. Ah, oh, man. You don't have either one of them in the 16. No, I, I hate them both. That's bold. You got You can't let your emotions get the better of you, Mister Boyd. You know that. It doesn't. I put Louisville in the championship. You, so you don't want. You don't want that. Uh, you don't want that Fender, Fender guitar too much. If you had uh, IU <laughs> and Syracuse, neither one of them in the Sweet Sixteen. Hey, 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 hey. DJ Yates, be good to me, buddy. I think Syracuse's length could potentially be an issue for Indiana, but yes. I, I, I just don't think Syracuse is going to pull it out. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I don't know that they're mentally tough enough. Well, if you look at that computer bracket, Tyler Boyd, you'll you'll see that I do not use my emotions when I pick my selections because I have Indiana beating Syracuse. If you look closely, good. So hopefully that uh, it, hopefully Syracuse wins, and I'll sacrifice my bracket for that. But if it doesn't, you know, whatever. So um, so that's so that's that. And uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do a quick final four from the Elite Eight. Then after our picks are made, I'll let DJ Eight start it out if he's ready. Uh, so we're we're picking. Our, we're going uh, final four now because we've already taken it to the elite eight. I'll go. I'll go Louisville from the Midwest. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. 
I got I picked Arizona over Ohio State. I think. Yes. So I, yes, you did. I mean, I don't I don't think they'd be. I don't think Wichita, Wichita State would beat Arizona, so we'll go Arizona. Wow, Arizona in the Final Four, nice. In the East, I'll go Indiana over Miami. Ah, oh, brutal. And just just for fun, we'll go Florida Gulf Coast. Ah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> DJ Yates. All right, uh, Tyler Board from the Weekend Sports Buzz. One one, one last maybe give me the Final Four. We'll save the rest for later. Give me your Final Four, and then I'll let you get back to what you were doing, my well, friend. Well, since I just pulled up our bracket challenge. Final Four, Nasty. I'll go ahead and read off who's in the Final Four and who I think is going to make it. Oh, Arizona, Louisville, IU, and Kansas. And that's so your. That, still alive. You're still alive in all four of them, aren't you? All four of them are still alive in our bracket challenge. All right. So I've got, I believe, in, in that particular one, and I'm sticking with it for these two for sure. I've got Duke beating the Cardinals, and I know that's not going to go over very well with our listeners. And I'm sorry. Okay with me. I'm sorry about that. But I've got Duke winning the Midwest. I've got Ohio State winning the West. I'm not even sure who I picked on that computer bracket to win, but I've got Michigan in the conversation today. And then I have Miami because I had IU. So I think it's going to be Miami in the East. So that that'd be my Final Four. It's going to be interesting to to see how it all shapes out. Two ACC teams in the Final Four this year. That's crazy. It is crazy. Two ACC teams and two Big Ten teams. That's that's the irony of it all. So in the cross corners. So, um, hey, buddy, I wanted to thank you for calling in and uh, giving me your uh, insight on this. What is the most glorious time of year? We've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday action this weekend again, and then we'll have a little break until the Final Four, and then they re they, they re up on that Monday as they always do. So, uh, sorry that your team couldn't be in it. Hey, it's okay. Uh, you know, I'm still basking as a defending national champion for two, two and a half more weeks, so I'm okay. And from what I hear, they got some recruiting for next year, so help is on the way, Tyler help Boyd. Is help on is the way. on the way. So be okay. Uh, so let's get the when the weather gets nice. Speaking of the help being on the way, let's get out on on the links again and get that done, and uh, see if you can help me with my golf swing. That's fine. We'll get out there and have some fun. I appreciate you having me on, my man. You got it, buddy. Talk to you soon. Tyler right, Boyd from the Weekend Sports Buzz. So we're gonna get off to a, we're gonna get off to a break here and, and uh, pay some bills. On fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz, fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz dot com. You're listening to the Big Nasty Show. You are on time today with your selections. Little Tupac to bring you through this dreary and sleety kind of outside. I was just looking Monday afternoon. If you're listening to me now, you just started your week. But it's a good week to get started if you're in Louisville because you got the number one team in the land and a heavy favorite to win it all. I've got a, I've got a Cardinal fan that's going to chit-chat with us here a little bit on the line, I believe. Are you there, Mr. Chandler, Mr. Tyke Chandler? 
I am, yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Uh, thanks for I'm joining. I'm doing great. Thanks for calling into the the big nasty show here, buddy, and chit chatting with me. Uh, Tyke Chandler is a baseball specialist, and I didn't know this until we actually worked together. Um, uh, for those of you that don't know anything about radio, it's uh, sometimes is not the most lucrative of all professions. So I do have to sling the hash with with my associate here. Uh, we're, we're do that down at Decca Lounge, just, uh on Market Street, down in the the Lulu section of town. It's a real mm-hmm. nice place. Uh, it's it, you can call them at seven four nine eight one two eight and make a reservation down there, and you'll get uh, delicious service, beautiful food, accommodations, and if you want a cocktail like no other, you can talk and see this guy right here, Tyke Chandler. So how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Now you uh, are you off work this evening, or are we going to be joining? I I am not. I'm I'm spending my part of my off day with you. That's there we go. So uh, I talked to talk to you earlier. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk a little baseball with you. I was gonna first segue into. Um, did you hear? Did, did you watch any of these basketball games this weekend? Did you get a chance to check any of them out? Uh, not really. I caught I caught a little bit of the games last night. Uh, Florida Golf Coast is a. Uh, Cinderella, like a lot of fun. They're looking for that slipper, that Cinderella yeah. slipper, buddy. So yeah, we were just, we just did our breakdowns there and and uh, picked. It's gonna be tough to beat the cards, is it not? I I don't know if anyone can beat them right now. They're I'll looking real good. I tell you what. So um, so anyway, we're, we we um, we've got another sport going on. That the NCAA March Madness has taken front row to everything right now. But we've got Major League Baseball is right around the corner. And uh, it is, uh, that's what that's what we're going to talk about today a little bit. So I don't know if you heard. I got I got a couple news uh, news flashes from from Major League Baseball, and then we're going to actually break down the uh, we're going to do the fantasy first baseman and uh, and NL Central. I think is what we're going to break down today for them, right, buddy? We are. Yes, that's, I've okay. got some got some tasty treats for you. Guys. Oh, I love it! I love it. So uh, anyway. Uh, uh, thank uh, thank our engineer, Mr. DJ Yates, for stepping up today. He's he's had to do a little a little more today than he normally does. He's he's on the mic and uh, contributing, so uh, he's not a big baseball guy, but uh, he's going to be taking us through this so that both of us sound uh, splendid, if you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, there's a couple news tidbits, and then we'll get into our breakdown. Some the the Braves, uh, Brian McCain, the catcher for the Braves, is supposedly supposedly going to be out likely till late April or even more than that. They just announced that. Um, the Cardinals closer, the St. Louis Cardinal closer, Jason Mott, is also going to be out. He's got an elbow strain. He's headed for the DL. Um, the who's your who's your Major League Baseball team? Uh, you know, I don't really have one. I guess the Reds just by proxy, but I kind of just I kind of like everybody. Yeah, it's well, and you're a, and you're a fantasy you're you're a fan of the fantasy baseball. That's why we that's why we've got you on here. Is you're you're a fantasy yeah. baseball specialist. As uh, we're gonna call, we're gonna call you Mr. Chandler, the fantasy baseball specialist. So, I've been called for it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so so Envato, uh, Joey Votto with the Reds, he he went long ball the other day and hit it, the ball out of the stadium completely. I don't know if you saw that or not. Knocked it out. I didn't. I didn't see that, but it doesn't surprise me. He's uh, he's looked great since he's finally 100 percent healthy. Yes, he had he had knee, a knee uh, he had a tear in his knee last year and and. Just came back early spring training from that. So, as far as I know, it was he. He just came back in spring. So, but yeah, he's, uh, no. He, well, he finished out last year pretty strong, but uh, his power stroke wasn't looking too good. Uh, he didn't hit a home run, I think, after the All Star break. Uh, but it's good to see him smashing it, though. Yeah, he's he, he's one of the best uh, as far as the tools. One of the best hitters in baseball. So, I, and and I and I again, like you said, by proxy. I'm a Phillies fan 
by design because I'm from Pennsylvania, and then I, I sort of have adopted the Reds as my second team. I've endearingly adopted them because we go up. We try to go up to two or three games. You have to you have to run up there with us sometime this year. It's it's a good time. So absolutely. Uh, Ryan Holiday, on that note, for for the yeah, the Phillies is struggling horribly, and they continue his struggles. Uh, uh, it's time, you know. He he. This time he was pitching. The last outing was pitching against prospects. It wasn't even an actual major league baseball team, and he's just not. I don't know whether he might be just getting too old or, or what's happening there, but. Uh, uh, speaking of old, uh, Derek Jeter is also going to start the, the season on the DL, so that could be that could be painful for the rest of the kids. Uh, so, Yankees are having a lot of struggles this year. So, as far as injuries go, yeah, well, they're not. They are obviously reaching for help, uh, trading for Vernon Wells. So I saw that. Is that is that they, is that a done deal or is that still speculation? I didn't uh, see. If last I heard, it was basically, I guess, pending a physical, uh, but Wells himself. Uh, signed off on it and is tweeting about it like he's going to be a Yankee. So, sure enough, sure enough. So that's well, then maybe it is official. We'll see. Usually, usually by the time ESPN catches it, when it's the big organizations, it's already pretty much a foregone conclusion. Yeah. So okay, so we're going to break down, like I said, we're going to break down this fantasy first base position, and then we're also going to do uh, NL Central. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this to you as to which one we dissect first. What would you rather dive into, buddy? Uh, let's jump straight into the fantasy. Okay, we'll go straight into the fantasy. Um, fantasy baseball, depending on your scoring system, uh, sometimes you play our first baseman get credit for double plays turn, so that makes first baseman a little bit more significant. But first baseman has been long thought of as sort of your anchor for your team in terms of your first, first baseman picked a lot of times because it's usually a guy that's going to give you a lot of long balls. Uh, so this year is interesting because – there's three or four at the top this year, and then they sort of drop off. So yeah, um, yeah. What I'm what I'd like for you to do for me is break it down into three separate categories. Is kind of how we do things. Um, give me a couple of guys at the top that you know you're going to have to take early in the rounds or early in the draft to get them, and then maybe a couple guys in the middle of the road that you take as a value play in the middle rounds, and then also a couple of sleepers at the bottom that people might not uh, have on their radars or they might be forgotten. So I'll let you go ahead and start with that. Any order, either from the top to the bottom, or vice versa, whatever you whatever you want to do. Well, we'll start with the locks. These are yes, there exactly. Are three, there are three, maybe four guys that that are all first round picks, and you're going to have to burn a first round pick on one of these guys, or your team is not looking that good. Um, we got Bado, uh, Albert Pujols, and, and Prince Fielder. Those are all yes, yes. Those are the basically the only safe bets at first base this year, as far as first rounders go. And I like yeah, yeah, and the thing is, is Pujols, Pujols last year was his first year in the American League, so Pujols very likely could have a resurging year, and a lot of people are, are uh, pre- predicting that he's going to do just that. So, yeah, um, well, he 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 still hit, you know, he his slash line was basically he hit two ninety nine with you know twenty nine homers, ninety eight RBIs, which is pretty darn good for anybody, uh, and still made him one of the best first basemen of the game. Yeah, exactly. So he doesn't even have to. He doesn't even have to bounce back, and he's still a first round pick at first base. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, I've, I'm trying something different this year. Do you have any experience in a keeper in keeper baseball leagues? Because I have never done it before. This is my first year to to dive into those waters. You know, it's always intrigued me, but I've never done it myself. Uh, yes, it, it breaks. It makes an interesting point because we were just talking about first rounders and having to take them. But with the keeper league, see what happens if you pick one of those guys last year. In the first or second round, they're not. You're not entitled to keep them this year. Mm-hmm. So that makes it interesting because a lot of those those like those three guys were 
probably first-round picks last year, so they can't be kept. So they're still in the pool of the actual draft. So it's interesting. It's going to take some adjusting for me, but I agree with you on that, those three for sure. Those are your those are your studs, your clean, you know, your locks. I also have, with the addition of some lineup changes and some pitching in, in Los Angeles this year, I have Adrian Gonzalez uh, in that discussion as well. You know, I I don't like him as a as as an early you know first two round pick. Um, you know, he's he hasn't. He's been declining for the last three years, uh, if you look at his numbers. And then he's moving into the uh, National League West, where he's got to face the pitchers of the Giants. Uh, San Diego. You know, San Diego. Well, Plus, a, he's in a pitcher's park now, too. Well, all those parks within the West are all pitcher's parks, which is a very, yeah. very good point, which is a very good point. Uh, even though he did start his career out in San Diego, and he still managed to, you know, he was always a 30, 30, 30 to 35 home run ball guy. Uh, but yes, his numbers have declined, um, and you may be onto something there as far as the the parks goes too. So I just he's he's just there in that discussion potentially. Um, but the any of those any of those first three guys, you're going to have to use a first or second round pick. There's no doubt about it. You're not going to see Prince Fielder drop to the third round. You're not going to see Joey Votto drop to the second round. You know, it's just going to have to happen that way. So, um, but but if we were to tell everybody in fantasy, you know, that those three guys are good players for fantasy, then we're not really telling them anything, are we? Well, that's true. If, uh, if we are, then they shouldn't be playing. <laughs> so let's go into the middle of the road. Now, this is the these are the kind of guys that you might be able to get in, say, the, between the 10 and 18th round, 10 and 15th round, somewhere in that ballpark that's gonna that you can pen in as a good value, or they might return and and, and do some good things. So, sure. Well, one uh, one uh, idea I wanted to pitch out uh, for a first round pick if if you end up with the 10th or the 12th pick in your draft and you uh you get locked out of all the first baseman one option to look at maybe is uh drafting buster posey in a lot of leagues he's going to have eligibility at first base very Uh, good point very good and and catcher catcher is really deep this year so he's really he's in a class all his own as far as the catchers go but if you can grab him with a first round pick put him at first base then maybe wait till the 10th or 15th round to draft your catcher yeah uh you could be looking pretty good that's a, that's a real good point, especially if it's an open draft and not a keeper league. But I believe he's actually gone in my keeper league, so I won't be able to utilize that little angle. But that's a that's a real good point. We're 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 discussing this in terms of a you get your draft position and draft without a keeper. That's the conversation we're having right now. So that's a, that's a real yeah. good point. Um, in that that same discussion, uh, this isn't an eligibility d- d- thing, but uh, I think Freddie Freeman for the Braves is going to have a huge year this year. I, think, I agree. I've got him. He's one of my sleepers this year. I think. He, uh, people are overlooking him. He had he quietly had a really nice year last year. I think he, I think he's ready to make the jump. There you go. Well, uh, listen, Tyke, I've I've got to get out here to a commercial break here in just a second. Can you stay on the phone or call back in, or can we call you back? Whichever. I'll, I'll stay on the line with you. Okay. Nancy. It'll it'll just be uh, just be a few minutes. We're gonna get uh, we'll get back to to Tyke Chandler. We're talking baseball. We're talking fantasy baseball. First baseman, and then we're talking uh, NL Central on the way back from fourteen fifty thesportsbuzz.com.
DJ Yates is bringing us back with a little Phoenix. You don't hear much of that over a 1450. I love it. One of the best songs ever written right there. I actually got a chance to meet those guys at before they were big at down in Louisville at the bowling alley. I forget what the name of the bowling alley is. It's right down by the Story Avenue. It's got the little... Uh, we used to play, we used to bowl the, there. The, what? The, the Vernon? That's it. Vernon Lanes. Vernon yeah, Lane? so... Uh, we're sitting here on a on a gloomy Monday, but we're going to try to cheer things up with you. I've got the Tyke. Are you still there, buddy? Yes, sir. How about that? How about that little Phoenix rejoin we did there for you? That's for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're if you're a fan of Phoenix or not, but uh, that's what you're getting today. So, <laughs> so okay. before the break, we were talking fantasy first baseman. This is uh, Tyke Chandler of baseball fame, if you would. Uh, we'll just call you a, a fantasy baseball specialist. That's what I, I think. I'm, that's got a nice ring to it, so I think I'm going to go with that. So, I have a small question before we get right back into it. Here, it's, this is a thought. This is also for both of you and our DJ, our engineer D- David Yates, is in the booth behind the glass. Um, do you know that if you took the number of potato chips that Americans consumed throughout the course of a year and weighed them, the amount would be six times that the weight of the Titanic? Do you believe that? A lot of chips. That's a lot of chips. Are you a fan of the potato chips, there, Tyke? Uh, I don't know who isn't. That's what I'm saying. Potato chips. What a what a what a glorious snack that they came up with there. So, um, we were we were doing fantasy baseball talk here just a little bit ago. Um, this, this baseball segment here is brought to you by uh, Envoy Mortgage. It's uh, you can find uh, Glenn Smith at Envoy, Envoy Mortgage. You can call him at seven three six one one six zero seven three six one one six zero. This is a national mortgage company that can get the job done for you right here in Louisville. So give him a call and take care of your needs in that department. So, um, so Tyke, we were we got through the studs and we got through the middle of the road guys. So now what I want you to do is give me a couple sleepers. These are the guys that are late in the draft. People are getting tired. People are you know getting a little drunk, and uh, they're just throwing balls out there. Except for you and me because we'll we're smart enough to be sober during our drafts. Um, <laughs> Give me a couple of guys that you might be able to get late that, that, that could get you some, some serious points throughout the season. Well, we, uh, we already touched on Freddie Freeman. Uh, he's going to have a great year this year. Uh, pick him up late. This is still available, uh, definitely. Uh, a couple more guys uh, I think are going to break out this year, too. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt out there in Arizona. Uh, uh, he had 20 there. homers last year. He, he's he got some speed, too. He's got some speed for a first baseman too. Yeah, he stole he stole eighteen bases last year. I go. mean, he could hit twenty, which you're not going to get at first base. So that's that's yeah, helpful. If you get two ninety, you get two ninety, twenty ding dongs, twenty stolen bases, and you know eighty five, ninety uh, RBIs, you're going to be in good shape with him. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, my my big guy that I'm I am trying to get him in any league I can this year. I think he's just going to have a monster season. Uh, Anthony Rizzo up on the Tony Rizzo, side of Chicago. Yeah, yeah that's. Unfortunately, the only bad, the only downside about him is besides him and Sterling uh, Castro, there, it's it's going to be it's going to be few and far between to get offense in that lineup. In my opinion, I, I could be wrong. But. Oh, I totally agree with you. But um, but he he played eighty seven games last season for Chicago and. Yeah. Uh, they he had uh, 40, 48 RBIs, 15 home runs in half a season. Yeah, he he definitely put some serviceable numbers up, especially since it's the first. You know that those are good numbers for for his first run through for sure. So, yeah. So uh, you got anybody that's real long ball? Real, uh, like real, real long. Ball? Real long ball. Um, <laughs> like if for some reason you bailed on first base until the very end, and you just build up every everyone around him, but you still need to um, get somebody. You know, uh, I drafted this guy yesterday just kind of for the heck of it. Um, 
I got Jeff Keppinger. <laughs> oh, there you go. So the White Sox. He's uh he's got eligibility everywhere: first base, outfield, third, second. And for so those that don't uh, know, it's always good to have one of those guys on your fantasy team. So you, absolutely, because there's lots of injuries throughout, just like any other sport. So yeah, he's not going to hit any home runs, but he's going to hit 280 to 300 and knock in some runs and steal a couple of bags. Well, and these two, I have two guys selected. Yeah, exactly. Good point. I have two guys selected in this spot that they're not going to be. They're not real, real deep sleepers. Uh, they've made noise in the past. One of them, and the other one is uh, just eligible at first base, but he's also eligible at third. And he's for our Cincinnati Reds, Mr. Todd Frazier. Uh, he's mm-hmm. he has he's one of their best bats, and they finally got him into the lineup rotation. He's going to be starting at third, and he's going to be batting, I believe, fifth or sixth. I think he bats before Bruce. I think uh, in the fifth spot, um, and that's a very formidable lineup that the Reds have put together. And I think you're going to be able to get Todd Frazier fairly late. And again, he's got eligibility at I believe third base, first base, and and maybe some outfield eligibility. I'm not certain on that, but he's definitely a multiple position player. So. And then I've got uh, in Philly. Philly picked up this guy this year from the from Texas, and uh, it's Michael Young, who's a veteran, but he's also eligible at uh, short, third base, and first base because he was a utility player and platform player at Texas last year, and he's in a, the Phillies lineup. So that's National League. That's a home run ballpark. That's a great ballpark to to be your home park. Um, so I think he's going to have a lot of good numbers this year too. So. I'll let you take Michael Young, and I'll take Todd Frazier. How about that? <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, this is long ball. We're talking long ball now. But hopefully I, I have enough uh, savvy to have already got my, my picks in first base, for that matter, uh, long before that. So um, I'm, I still, like I said, I'm kind of a virgin in this new league, so I've got to kind of smell it out and figure out how that all works out. So um, let's, break down this, uh, let's break down this central, the, uh, the National League Central Division here, since we, we just talked about Todd Frazier and the Reds. Um, what 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 I like to do is, uh, if, if you don't mind, uh, if you would give me your worst or who you think is going to finish last in that division, and work your way up to the top, and we might be on the same page, and and we'll we'll see from there. Well, uh, it's too bad this isn't last year because it it's way more of a lock when you've got Houston in your division, but uh, the, exactly, it, we've got the next best thing with the Cubs. So yeah, and, that's uh, the the Cubs. We so you agree with the Cubs in the basement? That's the out. Yeah, definitely. They, I mean, they've got a great young farm system coming up. They they added some pitching, but like well, you mentioned earlier, their lineup is just brutal. Their lineup is brutal, and their fifth starter and sixth starter this year on the Cubs is going to be Darnell McDonald and Dontrell Willis. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they've got their ace is going to be Samarja because Garz is out. Yeah. So yeah, there's I, there's just not enough there. There's not enough talent. I actually thought Theo was going to come in and do some shaking and moving, moving and get that taken care of, but. It just he just hasn't really done much, you know, in terms of like big moving and shaking. He got rid of Dempster last year, you know. So yeah, well, I think I think he's doing it the right way, and he's uh, he's building with, from the farm system and getting the young guys. Yeah. So he's got a, he's got a nice young core going there with Rizzo and Castro, and he's got Edwin Jackson for a couple of years. Who he's surprisingly still in his twenties. Uh, you know, he's been around forever. Sure. Uh, but he's yeah. Still a solid pitcher. You got some Arjun there. Um, so so Marge can be I like, real good. I like them in I like them in three years. But yeah, yeah, not this year. Good point. So Marge so 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 could step up this year and be a real dominating dominating pitcher. He's got real good stuff, and a lot of people don't realize he was a wide receiver at Notre Dame. You know, it's like he could have. It was a multiple sport guy. So mm-hmm. there's something to be said for that in itself. So we agree on the Cubs in the basement, and then who's going to be the fourth team in this division for you? Um, the Pirates. 
I, I'm not buying them. Oh, uh, it's, we 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 disagree fairly significantly. Yeah, I, I know. I know you're. A, I know you're a Pittsburgh guy, uh, but <laughs> I uh, I can't get into them this year. Uh, you know, McCutcheon is going to be great. Uh, you know, that Pedro Alvarez is going to hit knocking a lot of runs. Um, you know, Neil Walker is is one of the most underrated second basemen in the game. I love Neil Walker. He's just never quite performed like he's supposed to, though. I mean, he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've keep waiting. I had him last year, waiting for him to have a bust out year, but. Same here. Yeah, so uh, I actually I, I have I differ there. So um, so you have the pirates in the fourth spot. So okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get back to that in a second when I when I when I run through them for with mine. So um, who's who then brings up to to the middle? Who, who's in the middle of the the league this year? The division, the three spot. Uh, Milwaukee, and I'm I'm a little bullish on them actually. Uh, but, you know, they won 83 games last year. They just missed the playoffs. Uh, they played yeah. great in the second half. Um, they actually just signed Kyle Loach today too, so they threw up uh, their rotation a little bit. Well, they have Ivani Gallardo and uh, and and Loesch. That's Gallardo's an ace anywhere. He's he's a real solid pitcher. He's got concentrate. He st- he loses his focus a lot, and then and then he has some bad games where they beat him up. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that and you've got the, the, arguably the best hitter in baseball in, the, in left field. Yeah, yeah, so, I think I think he's the best player in, in the National League. And they just right signed now. Carlos Gomez in the outfield and center for for uh, I forget I think five years some some ridiculous amounts of millions which I don't think he's necessarily worth, but he does set the table for that lineup. Um, yeah, that was that was an interesting contract, but uh, he's he's got speed for days and he's got a good glove out there. Sure, D- defense. So that that and then you have Corey Hart who had injury issues the last two years. If he stays healthy throughout the year, I think he's going to be solid this year. So mm-hmm. the, the, the the Brewers might surprise people this year. Uh, um, I, I actually have them in the fourth spot, right right in front of the Cubs, just because I I don't think it's this year. Just like the Cubs, you said a couple years. I think the Brewers yeah. need another year to kind of figure it all out. Plus, I think the whole Ryan Braun thing and the Juicin conversation has will distract from it a little bit. I don't know if you uh, remember last year, Ryan Braun started the season out abysmally, horribly. Uh, he went like two months without hardly doing anything because he was our number one pick last year in the, mm-hmm. the one of the leagues, and he didn't do anything for the first few months. And then he turned a corner and started making noise towards the end of the season. So, um, but it might be a little too late for that. You know, a little a little bit too little too late. So. Well, you know that's what a lot of people said last year, and, and they exactly. were over five hundred, and Braun put up even better numbers. So, so they could they could make liars of all of us. So that we'll have to wait and see as it shakes up because it shakes out, it shakes down now in two weeks. You realize that the first game oh, is yeah. up here in Cincinnati against the uh, Angels. So mm-hmm. uh, it's where I could smell that pine tar, buddy. It's a very exciting time of year for me, man. <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, maybe getting up there and and seeing uh, my new favorite ball player, Mike Trout, on opening day in Cincy. Yeah, opening day's tough. I don't know whether we'll be. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that or not. Uh, opening day is also the same opening day for um, Churchill Downs. Or, pardon me, Keeneland Raceway opens up that weekend, so it's going to be a busy. It's going to be a busy weekend for me here, and try to try to figure out the best way to get it all done. But okay, so then we have two spots left. Uh, we have the Cardinals and the Reds. Uh, I'm assuming you're putting the Cardinals in the two hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I could put them lower because I've never been a Cardinals fan, but no, uh, they. They 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 just won't go away. They're like the the killer in a horror movie. They just keep coming back. Well, there's lots of allegations of performance enhancement drugs at, at the Cardinal camp too, as well. And then Carpenter is Carpenter, you know, ever going to come back or is he done? There's yeah. I just it's the, the Cardinals are kind of an old team. They have got a few young guys in, in Alan Craig, John Jay, and David Freeze that could carry them. 
but there needs to be a significant forward movement from them to get that done. So I agree. Uh, I actually have the Cardinals in in the three spot there So because um, I believe we both agree on the, the who wins this division. Oh, yeah, Cincinnati hands down. They they had, you know, uh, one of the best records in baseball last year. They, you know, choked in the playoffs, but they uh, they should be even better this year. Uh, they, they got two, so they've got – they finally have someone that can uh, bat leadoff for him and get on base. That's been their problem for the last four or five years. Yeah, I love Sinsu Chu this year, by the way. We don't play any leagues together, so I can I can sneak that in on you. I <laughs> love him in that park, leading off in that lineup. I love Sinsu Chu. Oh, absolutely. And and I think all of the uh, a lot of people are concerned about him being able to play center field, but that Great American Ballpark is so small that right. he doesn't have to. He still covers as much of the ground as he would in in right. Well, and they so, already said they'd bring Bruce over. Bruce already said he'd go over and play center if he had to. Yeah, so, yeah, I uh, think and then he'll he be fine just, defensively. Yeah, they're going to start the season out with Sue, with Sue and uh, Chew in in center, and then it, they Bruce has said and Dusty said if if that's a problem in any way, they'll just move Bruce over there and then bring Sensu and put him in right. So, but like you said, yeah. that's a that's a that's a shoebox up there in Cincinnati. So uh, he should be able to adapt to that pretty well. It's a lot oh, smaller park than what they have in Cleveland. So. Um, so anyway, I've got I've got the Cubs in the basement. I've got the Brewers in fourth, and then I've got actually the Cardinals finishing third because I think the Pirates did just enough in terms of pitching this year to 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 be interesting with that young lineup. And I think they they might stumble around there and get in the second spot. But uh, we both unanimously agree that the, the Reds will win the NL Central this year. So uh, we'll stay tuned and find out how that all shapes down. So. Um, uh, Mr. Chandler, I would uh, thank you so much for calling in and, and giving me some of that wisdom that you impart on me for free uh, at our workplace down at Decca. Uh, and hopefully we can do this again sometime and get up there to Cincinnati. And uh, I will see you soon uh, on the other side of the uh, the glass, if you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, anytime, man. Thanks for having me. You got it, buddy. I'll, I'll talk to you soon and have a, have a good afternoon, my friend. You too. Okay. Well, we're going to get off. When I get back here from this break, I've got to talk NASCAR with you. There's been some feistiness in NASCAR. we got some celebrity chat, some horse racing, and uh, then we're going to probably be out of time. So I'll be right back on 1450 The Sports Buzz, 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Headset that I'm hearing a little too short. I'll tell you, it's it's Skilo actually. Oh, I, why was I thinking too short? I, 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 well, because, because the song's about him being too short. Okay, oh, that's what. I, yeah. Well, these these artists, I can't keep track of the names anymore. It's like DJ Yates, you know, it's uh, Mr. Yates, whatever I got to. So, uh, I didn't. I don't know if I got a chance to thank uh, David DH today. He's sitting on the other side of the glass, and I told him to, to freewheel it today with the music and just kind of see what we came up with. And so far, my earbuds have been well lubricated if you know what I'm saying. So I can't take full credit. I'll take I'll take full credit for like the first hour. 
Okay. And I, I've been taking some requests. Oh, yeah, some requests. We got the, the we got the, the request line. Yeah, the, <laughs> we got the request line the re- open. The request line is uh, open. Speaking of the, uh, the request line, you can call us at the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz line at four, uh, here at 384-1450 pretty much any time at this show or any other show. The, the phone lines are always open on, on the, the Big Nasty Show here. So uh, I do want to remind you of something before it gets too late. We have got a golf package that is can't miss, folks. I'm telling you right now. This is a $125 golf package that gets you six rounds of golf plus cart. Six rounds of golf plus cart for $125. This isn't chintzy courses either. These are all top-notch courses. Heritage Hill, Glen Mary, Woodhaven Country Club, Jeff Elks Lodge and Country Club over here, Glen Oaks, Polo Fields. Three of these courses you can't even play. You can take this card out to play it against sports and give that show it to them at 40, 31, 38 Outer Loop in Louisville, and you get $10 off of every $50 purchase on the uh, 2013 sports golf card. 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Just look to the right. It says purchase card, and you can get that. That's a great gift. The weather is right around the corner. is getting nice, and these cards are going fast, so get you one of those right right now. So Anyway, we uh, we talked a bunch of things today. We talked college basketball. We talked about the baseball there with our Tyke Chandler, our, our, our baseball analysis. Uh, we had uh, the Weekend Sports Buzz own Tyler Bloyd on earlier in the hour, the first hour, talking in the brackets with us, and we'll see how that shapes up. So I got my orange. I'm getting excited about that Thursday game with the orange, and the nice thing is I can work and then go home and watch it, which is very exciting. So we got a few more things to get to today. We got a little NASCAR talk. They were they were getting fired up in, uh, down at the, in NASCAR this week. Apparently there was fist thrown Punches, verbally slammings, all sorts of things. Tony Stewart runs down the track. Tony Stewart was fired up. He was fired up. He said, I'm going to, I can't say what he said because he had to bleep me out and dump me the whole time. But basically, Tony Stewart wasn't real happy with Joey Logano because he got down a little low on him, run him underneath the burn. And uh, Tony Stewart was going to whoop somebody's butt, is all I'm saying. And he actually, they actually did throw down. And Logano kind of kind of threw sort of a I don't know. That was kind of funny. Did you get a chance to see it? I, I didn't actually see when they were going at the altercation. It, I, I caught. Some comments from Tony afterward. Well, he was yeah he, when he was walking with the guy. Well, that was I think that was before, but this this was like this was like maybe I don't know hours later. Or well, after the was, see, I didn't see that. that. I saw him um, on, on the way heated up on the way over there. Yeah, I saw some some post altercation comments. He mentioned something about Joey Logano throwing a water bottle at him. Oh yeah, that I, I uh, didn't. Well, they they he ran him down off the road, and then Stewart got in his face a little bit, and then Joey Logano threw a bottle at him, and then that just ignited the flame and and Tony Stewart it was like the whole pit crews were there and it was it was funny it, it was there was an attempt for punches to be thrown and here's my thoughts NASCAR said they want to get it all in order but the question is do they really want to get it all in order because would we be talking about NASCAR today if it wasn't for this probably not probably not DJ I think, uh, I think Tony Stewart might have a point because I could be wrong I don't follow NASCAR closely but I do I do catch bits and pieces and I think one of the races earlier this season, maybe even the Daytona 500, Joey Logano was complaining about somebody's driving. Yeah, he he's a he he's kind of a how do I say this tactfully? He's kind of a sis <laughs> in the big picture, and he's a, he, he's well, they're all small guys in the big picture. But Tony Stewart's probably one of the bigger ones as far as the drivers go, uh, and he's also one of the ones. He's from Indiana. I don't know if you know that or not. Tony Stewart's an actual yeah. local. He's not far from Bloomington, as far as I know. I forget the name of his hometown, but he's an Indiana boy, and he's back country. You know, he grew up driving sprint cars, driving open wheel cars, and now he's in NASCAR. Now he drives both the. He's a he's a driver, true and true. But yeah, they they got into it and they got separated. Um, we'll see what kind of sanctions that the NASCAR puts on this. That wasn't the only thing that was going on. I don't know the whole story, but apparently Denny Hamlin had some sort of 
car accident threats. Like someone said he's going to put him in the wall and it doesn't matter what, whether he kills him or not. I don't know the whole story. I'm going to get back to you on this one. But uh, let me give you the update on this. Uh, well, in, in the midst of all this, Kyle Bush wins the race. Kyle Bush and, and, uh, and both the Bushes are always in trouble, but he stayed out of the trouble to win the race. So, which yeah, changed. I, saw, I saw the end of the race. The uh, I guess it was... It was Denny Hamlin Denny and, Hamlin, and yeah. whoever else it was. Yeah, it ran it under caution. Logano or something. They were kind of going at it. Yeah, well, Logano got in a wreck after the incident with Bush, Tony Bush Stewart. Just, Bush just kind of snuck right by both yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. The boys, <laughs> pretty well, slick. They're, they're, well, those Bush boys are sneaky. They're, they're not well well thought of within the driving community because they get in a lot of they get a lot of they run their mouths a lot. So I couldn't be in this sport because I would whoop people like you would have nobody's business. They'd cut me off after the race. It'd be like, oh no, here comes nasty. Because <laughs> I would be on, I would be on it. But uh, I'll give you an update on the top five now. Because as you know, the several years ago they went to a point system in NASCAR, which changed things a lot. And it, I think it actually makes the racing a little more conservative. Uh, I don't think they're so gung ho because the individual victories aren't worth quite as much as what they used to be. Now it's a point system, so it it decreases as you get lesser and as if you finish fourth, you know. What I'm saying is the difference between first and seventh is not as significant as it used to be. So the updated standings, Earnhardt Jr., who has adapted this new scoring system, he uh, he's in first, Kozlowski's in second, Jimmy Johnson's in third, and Carl Edwards is in fourth, and then Greg Biffle brings that up. So uh, so it's interesting. It's going to be neat to see because, you know, that puts some excitement into the NASCAR. So um, we wanted to – I wanted to quickly hit the Cardinals baseball. Cardinal baseball actually had a bad series against Rutgers. They lost two out of three. The weather wreaked havoc, so they had to play a doubleheader on Saturday again. So uh, the Cardinals went down. They, 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 the one game they did win was a shutout. That was a 4 nothing shutout, and then they lost 6-3 and 7-3 uh, uh, in both of the other two games. So they lost two of those three series. They're going to be playing Tuesday night. They're going to Bloomington to play the Hoosiers, which is going to be interesting. I'm going to try to get up there and see that game, actually. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get there or not. Um, and then uh, there's a three-game series back here at Jim Patterson's against Notre Dame this weekend on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, weather permitting. So... Uh, an interesting news, David, and I know you'll love this. Um, your friend Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas has been impregnated. And uh, my question is, do, do big girls cry now? <laughs> oh, Fergie, Black Eyed. Do you, are you a fan of the Black Eyed Peas? Or are you? Um, there's some songs of theirs that I like. Exactly. I, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a big fan of theirs, but. Did we find out whether Tiger, won's, Tiger Woods has won that tournament? I, I didn't Ti- see. Tiger Woods did win the he tournament. He did official. So he'll be yep. officially number one uh, here on Monday. Or pardon me, he'll be number one tomorrow. Um, Speak, he, speaking of that tournament, did you happen to catch Sergio Garcia? I did not. I didn't see any of the golf this week. I just saw the the. I, I only saw this clip. I didn't watch a lot of the tournament, but I saw this clip. It's making its way around the interweb. Inter- I, I internet. I check it out. I check it out to, he, on the interwebs. He he climbs into a tree to hit his ball out of the tree. Really? Yes. No, I didn't see that. And I, there's I, a guy standing in the water right here. So they were doing all kinds that, of weird that stuff. That happened multiple times. The, I saw the water was, guys. Yeah, I'm guys getting you. in the water to hit the ball. It's hey. crazy. I've, you know, it's funny because it's a lot like a, it's like a sand shot actually. If you've ever been close and had to hit a ball, because I play a little bit of golf, as you've heard, um, and and that's like a lot like a sand shot. So, uh, real quick horse racing talk. We got uh, they had the spiral stakes up at Turfway Park, and uh, Black Onyx actually beat Uncaptured. My friend Mark Cassie and Miguel Mena were on, uh, on. They were the connections to Uncaptured, um, and then the future pull just ended yesterday, and Verrazano closed the future pull out the third the third pull at a seven two seven to two favorite for the rest of the the Derby. So we've got uh, real quick. We'll take charge as the top in the point standings at sixty points. Vijack is at fifty points. Governor Charlie's at fifty. Black Onyx is fifty. Orb. Verrazano and Hear the Ghost all have 50 points, so they've already locked their ticket to the Kentucky Derby up. 
We want to remind you, to, uh, if you're driving around your car in Kentucky, and you want to turn 1450 AM on and listen to any of these wonderful programs, not just this one. We've got a bunch of stuff going on on the horizon. It's a great time to be a fan of the Louisville Cardinals. We want to wish them the best of luck on Friday as they take on the Oregon Ducks. I want to wish my Syracuse Orangemen the best of luck as they take on Indiana on Thursday night. And we'll be back at you on Friday here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com.